with you on the go. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Trending is brought to you by your Alberta Jeep dealer. Take advantage of amazing deals during the Jeep 4x4 Winter Event. Get up to $8,000 in total discounts on a 2020 Jeep Grand Cherokee. Good morning, I'm Crystal Darsh. The extreme cold warning in effect with a high today of minus 12 in the sunshine. Things will improve this week. Tonight down to minus 15, but right now it's a chilly minus 31. And I would tell you what the wind chill is, but the Environment Canada website is so cold it can't tell us what the temperature is. The Oilers beat Carolina in OT yesterday, 4-3. to three. Boston is here tomorrow night. And McDavid apparently may be back a little earlier than expected from his injury. Things are going well, but Drysaddle is obviously holding down the fort in the meantime. You got that right. Forget about <laughs> McDavid. He's old hat. We don't need him anymore. Careful. <laughs> in 29, we trust. It's been a week. I don't care. Drysaddle is going to win the MVP. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Pier 1 has declared bankruptcy and they're closing all stores, including all in Canada. So get your candles now and maybe sell your Apple stock now. Apple says the COVID-19 coronavirus may affect production. Actually, their production centers are outside the epicenter of the outbreak and they have started up again, but their stock prices might be affected. Hmm. So there was a huge concert over the weekend in Sydney, Australia, 10 hours to raise money for the bushfires. The, the firefighters, the koalas, the Red Cross, Katie Lang, Michael Buble, Queen with Adam Lambert, Alice Cooper, Olivia Newton-John. You would never go to a concert and see Alice Cooper, Olivia Newton-John. But I'd say Alice Cooper. No, but you would never go to a concert that would have those two on the Fair same, enough. same bill. It's pretty cool, Katie Lang and uh, Michael Bublé, a couple Canadian yeah. artists. Well, he was actually there uh, on tour anyway, but she, she went down specifically for it. Right. And it will be aired on Fox on uh, February 29th as a charity benefit special. And Chris has a new celebrity podcast today featuring Eskimo kicker Sean White. You can download that wherever you get your podcasts, the Celebrity Podcast. But it's also he's. I think he's very appreciative since I've ever had him. I think he's been. He kind of knows. He right? knows, right? And he knows he's mine, and he's just so loyal, and he loves everything. Like yeah. you could see him when he walked in the station, he's going around and seeing everybody. Like, yeah, such an awesome dog, and he appreciates everything. And yeah, uh, I think it's more fulfilling as a person as well, knowing that you saved a life. Good for Sean White, and you can check out that podcast now. In fact, I was at <laughs> Costco on Friday getting my uh, my uh, flowers for my Valentine. Smart. And uh, Lisa, who was working there, was my cashier. And I came up and she says, hey, are you Chris? And I said, yeah. She says, I love the podcast. And it was nice to hear that. Aww. And she had a, do- uh, a tattoo of her dog Maverick that she lost in the, in the summertime. And it was a giant uh, tattoo on her forearm. But anyway, she showed me her tattoo and we talked and stuff like that. So for Lisa and everybody else, the podcast is now available. Uh, the Tennessee Takeover is back, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to be taking a jet full of listeners to Nashville, Tennessee this May. And uh, who's going to be uh, the artist you get to see? We'll give you all those details and your very first chance to qualify for it uh, Monday morning at 7 a.m. right here on Kissing Country with the Tennessee Takeover. Now, in a few minutes, we've got Rabbit Hill Passes with the too early for a question question and Miranda Lambert tickets at 7.30 and the grand prize, the second one from Action Furnace at 7.10, a new furnace, including delivery and installation. We will draw for that. I'm Crystal Darsh. That's what's trending. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. 
All right, Trish, men who do this in the morning live longer than those that don't. I'm going to say eat breakfast. Interesting. The most important meal of the day, they say. Exactly. That's what they say. The problem is is us men have a 1,300-calorie breakfast. Yeah. Followed up by a (laughs) 1,200-calorie lunch. (laughs) And then don't count out supper. No, then we have a real big meal for supper, right? Well, you're still alive. Yeah. yeah. Not for long. Yeah. You know what, Uh, Trish, that's a great guess and probably a logical one, but it's not the one we're looking for this morning, okay? Okay, thank you. All right. Thanks, Trish. Hey, Matt, what do you think the answer is this morning? Well, I was going to say have a coffee. Ooh, interesting. They say black coffee's good. Gets the old system running. <laughs> yeah, well, a little bit. Not too much. But yeah, true. yeah. I think the, the key is probably black coffee, right? Yeah, exactly. You know what? It's not coffee, Matt, but thank you for the guess. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Surprisingly, men who do this, this is the uh, too early for a question question this morning, uh, in the morning live longer than those, than those that don't. And this is Linda, Lindell? Lindy. Lindeen. Lindeen. All right, Lindeen, what do you think? Before going to work. There it is. I actually mentioned it on Friday as a teaser, to be honest. I don't know if you heard that or not. Does your significant other give you a kiss before they leave? Yes, they do. Yeah, so do I. And and she often, I think, wonders why I do it because it's pitch dark and I'm like feeling all the way up her leg and I kind of try to find her face. TMI. Yeah, no. And then and then I find her face and I give her a kiss and and but that's I always thought it was for her, but apparently it's for me. I want to live longer. That's funny. The part where he's feeling his wife up at 4 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> hey, congratulations. You won those Rabbit Hill Passes. The, the conditions have to be as good as they've ever been for spring skiing there, which, I mean, spring is not quite here, but hopefully, especially not this morning. But the weather's going to turn, and it's going to be awesome, and you're going to get a chance to enjoy it. How does that sound? This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Hey, uh, Sean White, the uh, kicker from the Edmonton Eskimos, uh, is my podcast uh, celebrity this week talking about uh, his dog. You can download that uh, podcast wherever you find your podcast, and he talks about how little Tucker, when Tucker was little, came into his world. It was the, it was the officers uh, that morning that found him on, on the side of a dirt road, pretty much. And uh, when they picked him up, they look over and they see the mom dead in the ditch and she was malnourished and she didn't look very good. And uh, they kind of knew, they, I think they've seen that dog before and they kind of knew she, she was a shepherd, lab, pit bull. They knew where she was from and uh, they knew we had to save him and get him out of the situation he was in. And uh, at the time, he, he, they thought he was around five weeks old. So if the next day, he pretty much went from the street to my house within you know, a few hours. When I got him, he was a little dust ball. Dust bunny, and that, that's the story, right? And and so there you go with the rescue dog. Matt, you kind of rescued your puppy, right? I kind of. Yeah? I had no say in the matter. No? Shortly before my wife rescued me, yes. she rescued the dog. Oh, okay. I seriously took Dacha, our now dog, as yeah. a threat. Yes. To our relationship. Oh, okay. Like, she can have time for me now that she has to walk this dog every day. Okay. I thought, what about walking me? Yes. <laughs> I'll take your dog. She's so sweet. She is sweet. And I, f- I found that, yes, Sam did have enough room in her heart to love uh, me as well as the animals. Okay. So, right. yeah, she was a rescue. She's a little weird. Yeah. But we love her. Yeah, it is what it is. Sometimes they've they've come through some things, right? And uh, dogs don't shop is the one thing I gather out of all this. All right, Crystal, what about you? All of my creatures have been rescues except for uh, one of my huskies who was from a breeder, but she was a friend of mine. She was in like an accident. Okay. But the breeder or the dog? The dog. Uh, but one of our cats, we went to the SPCA in Vancouver, and I we were you know checking out all the cats, and I had one I kind of liked, and we 
went with another one that had a broken tail. And I didn't find out till we got her home. She bites a lot. And when you're a cat person, you know if you're petting them the right way or the wrong way. It's just the way she is. So she doesn't bite us because we know. But I was like, man, this cat is like bitey. And he's like, oh, she bit me right in the in the shelter. I'm like, you picked a cat that bit you right there? <laughs> this he's cat like, is bitey. Yeah, Let's like, get it. He said, he said nobody else was going to adopt her. So you That's got, very you sweet got, of you. Yeah, you guys look for like imperfections and then well, you go. Right? I don't normally, but he, he did. And then when we sold our house, yeah. we'd get the realtor would put the cats into the garage so that they wouldn't bother people while they were touring. And we were like, don't pick her up because she'll bite you. She's bitey. So, yeah. What's her name? Kinky. Okay. Because she has a broken tail. Oh, okay. Is she still with us? Yep. All right. Will she bite me if I pick her up wrong? You're a cat person. You'll be okay. That doesn't mean anything. She'll probably bite you. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, my story I've told a million times was when we bought our place, uh, our acreage that we live in now, there was a, a two-year-old dog there and we kept the dog. So the dog stayed with the acreage. And, uh, you know, at the time it was just kind of like, well, this is kind of strange, but then it just absolutely was perfect. So she actually lived at our place longer than we did. And uh, it was her place. And anyway, so that was our story. Aww. And now our dog now, Chloe, uh, the one I slept with last night, uh, she came from a, uh, a drug-sniffing world and uh, she apparently was a drug school dropout, which we know why now because she's got the attention span of a goldfish. She loved the drugs too much. <laughs> she she's got, <laughs> she loved the drugs too much. And so we kind of have her. So she's not really a rescue dog, but we kind of, she kind of is in a way. And so there's there's our stories. What about yours? What's the strange and unique way that you received or got or or found? Or did your animal find you? 780-421-1039. You can also text us at 103939. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. How'd you get your animal? Got a text here. I volunteered at an elephant sanctuary in northern Thailand a few years back. I thought they were going to come home with an elephant. Yeah. <laughs> they had a bunch of street dogs they'd rescued from the streets. I ended up falling in love with one and brought her home to Canada, my little Thai mutt. I've got a friend who brought a dog home from, I think, Guyana. And man, you got to jump through a whole lot of hoops. I can't imagine. And not just yeah. with the shots. It's the size of your carrier to fly from this country to here must be this big. But when you get to Europe, then your carrier must be this big and it must be made of blah, blah, blah. And it was it was crazy. And then her dog got home and she found out that it was a girl, not a boy. But that's beside the point. How do you know? Dogs are pretty easy to sex. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You ever rub its belly? Her name was like something or other, and then she got home and realized that she needed to call her Miss something or other. Okay. Get another text. My puppy Woody was rescued from the Wabasca fires. Wabasca. Wabasca fires last spring, along with his eight siblings and mom at four weeks old. Woody, Buzz, Slinky, and Ham, and Mrs. Potato Head. There you go. That's awesome. Oh, there was a Jesse in there, too. And a zerg. And a bullseye. And wow. All right. Well, hey, thanks for your stories. How'd you get your animal? How did it fall into your lap, so to speak? Here's Luke Combs and beer. Never broke my heart from the station with a Tennessee takeover starting on Monday. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. We're talking about how your animal fell into your lap, so to speak. Uh, Sean White from the Eskimos is my podcast guest uh, this week, and he talks about the fact that his little Tucker came into his life at five weeks old, which is very, very young, but uh, they didn't have a choice. They found him. Uh, his mom was a uh, Built dead in a ditch, and uh, little Tucker was the only one that survived. And so Sean gets Tucker, and it's uh, changed his life for the better. We're looking for your similar stories this morning. S- similar, actually. Uh, we just moved to our acreage when the kids watched some monster throw a box out of their truck into the ditch. Hmm. Kids are curious. They went to look at the, and the two puppies were in the box. One of them didn't make it, but one did, so we kept her, and she's nine years old now. She shook so badly when we took her out, we called her Shiver. Of course. You know, instead of throwing the dogs out of the 
window. Yeah. Like a piece of trash human. Yeah. You can literally go drop them off at the Humane Society and they'll take them for free. Yeah. Doinkus. It's true. true. Uh-huh. Uh, another one. My dog came from a doggy daycare knock-up. I brought him home 10 days after my having my firstborn son. They, they, our dog, our dog, can you please take, keep your dog home until he's been altered? I'm like, okay, when yeah. he was six months. I was very proud, but he had to sport for the unneutered dog. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. What what is going on here? Why? That's something you don't hear at the human daycares. You got to keep your eye on all the dogs just in case. Get off of her! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, to be a dog, eh? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> dog daycare is just a big partay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think that's probably a good place to go here. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. First aid update, as they call them, I guess. Hey, uh, Carmen, thank you for joining us again. It was last week when you told us that you were kind of reluctantly going to be going on a date with uh, with with a man on Valentine's, a first date, and you were like, "Oh, I don't, I couldn't say no," so you ended up doing it. And I know a lot of people will be interested to find out how it went. Thank you for joining us. My pleasure. Thanks for. Uh... Thanks for letting me tell my story. Okay, so? <laughs> Spill the beans, girl! Where'd you go? Where'd you go? <laughs> okay, so we ended up going to the Sicilian Pasta Kitchen, which is actually one of my favorite restaurants. It's okay. Little, it was off to a pretty good start. But the thing is, it was, like, super romantic. All these couples there looking lovingly into each other's eyes. And I'm like, so what's your last name? And <laughs> it was, like, it was actually a pretty good time. He was maybe a little better looking than I remember he was. I know that sounds really superficial, but we had a good time just chatting. I mean, it was super romantic, the kind of the whole restaurant, but he didn't really like push me too much and, you know, really following up anything after. How do I put this nicely? Yeah. Like, he was a gentleman. He was a gentleman. We had a good meal. We had my favorite dessert. We just hung out and went for a walk close to the ledge and it was just, it was a nice night. It was okay. It was a nice night. So yeah. This guy played it right. I think so. <laughs> he didn't try to go zoom zoom in the old boom boom too quick. <laughs> he, he was he was just being cash. This is what I mean. Don't write off a guy just because of Valentine's Day, Carmen. I know. I know. I'm glad I didn't. Okay. So are there more dates coming? Yeah. I mean, is this is this the one? I don't know. But I'm. I mean, I had a good time. We only laugh a couple times. It was cool. So oh. I think I'm going to do. Uh, we're going on another date, yeah, next weekend, actually. Wow. This is totally not how I thought it was going to go. I thought it would be awkward and weird, and he would go over the top, and then you'd be creeped out and, you know, yeah. swept but up no, in the room. He made, like, jokes about it, actually. He was pretty cool Oh, about he it. did. He was at least, yeah. a, he was aware it was Valentine's Day. Yeah. Okay. I want your date to be a little self-aware. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like this guy is. You got a winner. All right. In a year's time, we're going to follow up with you. And yeah. yes, I will MC your wedding. Okay. But we'll hold you to that. But don't let that stop you from getting married to him. Because that okay. that's a threat. I've seen Matt work. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> I talk very slowly. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. It's time for Who Do You Trust? Who do you trust? Miranda Lambert tickets. Up for grabs. Yes, Miranda Lambert tickets. All you got to do is identify which one of the three of us is not telling the truth when we tell stories about our long weekends. Crystal, you go first. So, as always, laundry, you know, blah, blah, blah. But my Star Wars. Star Trek. Star stories. Trek. Star Trek. Yeah, we're slowly slogging through that. But um, I made a big deal about how we don't do anything for Valentine's Day. And then 
on Friday night. I get home. Rick's got chocolates and flowers, which he never does because they're pretty sure our cat's going to eat something poisonous if we don't bring home flowers. Right. And made dinner. So we actually had a Valentine's, which is not normal. That's exciting. Wow. Yeah. All right. Now, Matt, you weren't here on Friday. No, I wasn't. I was no. in Canmore. Uh-huh. So, first off, my in-laws are wonderful people. If more people were like them, the world would be a better place. Yes. They're citizens of the world. But it'd be a weirder place. It'd be a much weirder I place. I hear a but coming up. Yeah. But <laughs> I am the anti-them. Yes. <laughs> I'm not a bad person per se. Yeah. But they love to be, they, they, they're, they're always moving. Yeah. They're always healthy. The only thing that matters to them is meals. Yes. Because they have many dietary restrictions. So we were <laughs> sitting down for dinner and they said something to me so outrageous that I almost lost my mind. Uh-huh. They think I'm the one dragging the entire family down, I think. Right. My mother-in-law looked at me after I ate one of her, her gluten-free desserts. Yes. And they tasted like trash, let's be honest. Yes. It was this bliss ball, they call it. It's like, it's got tamarack in it. Wait, How's it taste? You're on vacation. Why are you eating homemade food? <laughs> they don't go out for They make Okay, meals. never mind. Do you know on. what meals cost? <laughs> exactly. And they're only yeah. doctors. Like, they can't afford this kind oh, of yeah. stuff. God forbid. Yeah. <laughs> She, she looked at me as like, does that taste too healthy for you, man? And I said, pardon? That was a bad I said, I'm not this sloth man that only eats trash. And then later in the week, they're like, we're all going to go for a walk, Matt. Is this walk going to be too long for you? The kids who are one and a half and three were going on the walk. She thought the walk would be too long for me. So get me a wagon, Karen. Get the bigger picture here, Matt. Oh my gosh! So good. All right. As they're they're you know cross country skiing ten k a day. <laughs> yeah, that's their warm up. Exactly. All right. Well, you know what? Our weekend was adventurous uh, for family. Day. The family day weekend was good because we had two family birthdays to go to, which was awesome. And then I decided to. Uh, I'm I'm trying to uh, re. Uh, not reconnect. What's the word for it? Get back my daughter's bedroom because she's basically not reclaim. really reclaim, reclaim yeah. it. I'm trying to reclaim it, and so I did, did some painting. So I painted there, and I got it all done. And I thought, wow! I had to paint over like some blue walls, and I painted it with a kind of a beige. And I thought, did wow. you prime it? No, no. And but I but I thought, wow, that worked great. I'm like, holy cow! One coat, and it looks perfect. And I did a great job of painting it. I really did. And then I was putting all the paint away, and Carrie says, what are you doing? And I said, well, I'm putting the paint away. She says, you honestly think that covered properly? She said, you can see blue everywhere through it, because I'm colorblind. So the blue and the brown kind of molded together. Well, first of all, you called it beige. I'm pretty sure it had a more expensive name. Capilano Bridge, it's called. All right. Oh. <laughs> La dee Anyway, so. Did you tape? Yesterday, yes. Oh, frog tape. So yesterday I, I had to put a second coat on, and I guess she was right. There was some blue in there somewhere. Anyway, one of us is telling a fib this morning. Is it Crystal and the romance? Is it Matt the sloth? Or is it me painting on the weekend? 780-421-1039. We'll start at caller number 10. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Paul, which one of us is telling a little bit of a fib this morning? Is it Crystal and all the romance she got? Is it Matt being the sloth on his uh, family day long weekend with his in-laws? Or is it me painting and doing all that kind of stuff? That's a tough one. I'm, I'm going with Matt the sloth. Oh, no. Straight up, they think I am a terrible human. <laughs> <laughs> I only eat tra- This body's fueled by trash. <laughs> and I can't walk Did more than three, four like, steps. Man. Yeah, he knows what that's like. Hey, Matt, tell him what, what, what you had to do on the way there, because you guys, of course, road trip means junk food, fast food. So oh, what, yeah. What do you have to do? 
We have to hide the bags yeah. just in case Sam's mom <laughs> sees them and judges wow. us. Hey, I had, there were two of us in the car. We stopped at Wendy's. $48 for two of us on the way down. Beat that. <laughs> Paul, you're a hungry man. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. All right, Shannon, let's do this. Okay, do we, you know, who do you, who do you trust? We all told stories about our weekends. Crystal said that uh, her man basically wined and dined her on Valentine's Day. Matt, we've established now the sloth uh, is unfortunately true. They do think he's a sloth. And did I go to two family family uh, birthdays and do a bunch of painting this weekend and thought I was done. But you know what? Then I had to paint another coat. My colorblindness got me. <laughs> well, you know, Crystal's story was very simple and nice, and I'm really thinking that didn't happen exactly that way. What, you think I should have embellished it more? (laughs) (laughs) Talked about a lobster and... Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was almost too short to be true. Yeah. Okay, guess what? You got it, Shannon. Crystal and her man have been together for 20 years, married, and yeah, they, they don't do any of that stuff. I don't even know what we did. I think we probably had leftovers. And for sure, we watched Star Trek. <laughs> this is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Bones, there's Marin Morris kissing in the morning with Chris, Jack, and Matt with Crystal. It is chilly. There's no two ways about that this morning. We've got an extreme uh, uh, cold weather thing going on. There'll be a lot of teachers thinking, oh, the kids are staying in for recess again. Yeah, the worst. Yeah. I mean, they're also jacked up. Yeah, on Mountain Dew. Chip. Well, if you need <laughs> something for that headache that the kids give you, I got a bag of pills here. I wish she was kidding. <laughs> if you go to our Instagram story, it'll explain everything. Follow us at Kissing Country. She literally has a ba- giant bag of pills here that are all expired, and she's going to take them to the pharmacy. Is that what you we do? We run an ad saying, "Don't dump your pills in the garbage because yeah. then they end up in the water system." So right. you take them into the pharmacy, and they do something magical with them. And but you have to dump them out of all their bottles, right? So if you go to Costco and you get a giant bag of whatever vitamins or whatever calcium, yeah. and then you forget about it, and five years later you've got this giant bottle. Yeah. That's how I ended up. And I've got some like seriously high grade, you know, drugs in here too. It's got some narcotics in there. All, yeah. Well, actually, yes. Cause when my dog had, I had to sign the form in triplicate. We were going to do a so, bit called wheel of pills. Yes. <laughs> where we'd spin the wheel. <laughs> yes. And then I would eat one of the pills and see what happened to me. <laughs> yeah. But we talked to our boss about that. And, and yeah. lawyers. <laughs> that would be a bad idea. Yeah. Yeah. We were joking about it in a meeting with our boss. And then uh, towards the end, he says, I feel like I just have to say this. You guys can't do that, right? You know that, right? But would the wheel... It was implied. The wheel of pills. Say. Yeah. No. Hmm. Estrogen levels skyrocketing. <laughs> <laughs> I feel anal anal leakage coming on. (laughs) Extreme (laughs) diarrhea. (laughs) Eyesight blurring. (laughs) Heart pressure lowering. Don't try this at home, kids, in all seriousness. But anyway, the wheel of pills is not happening. I'm dispose of them responsibly. We have the bag of pills. And that's good for you. Like, honestly, if that was me, I I know... They go straight in the trash to the landfill. (laughs) (laughs) That's why the fish have three eyes. (laughs) Hey, thanks for listening to the Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. If people want to find out more about Jack, where do they got to go? You can go at kissin underscore Jack, J-A-C-K, on Twitter. What about you, Matt? I'm Matt D. Builder on Twitter. All right, because you're building all the time. That's right. How about you, Chris? <laughs> well, I'm at Chris Sheets. Everybody spells my name wrong, S-C-H-E-E-T-Z. And don't forget about this podcast. Yes, you can rate, review, and subscribe so you never miss a moment of all the fun we have. If you enjoyed it, tell a friend. Thank you very much. Bye. 
Thanks for listening to the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 5 on Kissin' Country 103.9.